Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm very well. Um, I'm you paused. You're sure? No, I, I I just wondered what else I can say about uh, apart from the fact that I'm good. But I um I'm wearing the cat T-shirt that you gave me quite a long time ago. Very good. It's still one of my favorite ones. I'm very pleased. <laughs> but that's pretty much all I can say about my stage. That's your main, that's, the main thing for yeah, today. Yeah, what about you? I'm all right. It, it's a bit hot, but I'm glad it's summery. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Coda's a bit a bit fed up with the whole thing, oh. but he's being brave about it. Hmm. What does yeah. he do when he gets too hot? Well, because he's fancy, I give him a lovely face mist with my Aven mineral water face mist spray, which he absolutely loves. And he closes his eyes and leans his face towards me. Wow. So that I have a spray and then he leans his face and he has a spray. Wow. That must be one yes. of the, the poshest dog things ever. I, I like to think so. Yeah. He's very chic. And he does really, really like it. You know, he comes straight over as soon as I get the can thingy out. Interesting. He immediately comes to have a, a nice, cool water mist my, on his little face. My colleague who's lived in Scotland the last 10 years, her dog also lived in Scotland, maybe not the last 10 years, and mm. doesn't like the heat at all. And she bought... Uh, is it him or her? I don't know. She bought an ice. It's like an ice thing you can put around the neck for a dog. Oh. Yeah. It's it. It sounded really good. It. She told me when it was really hot, and I thought, oh, I want one of those. That's it's, it's like a collar. Good. I must look into that. Yeah, it's a collar, and good. apparently you put it in the fridge or in the in the ice box, and then you put it around the dog. I think we all need one. Yeah. Well, we... I will look into that for him. He certainly likes it. If I make him crushed ice in the blender, he likes that. But he is fussy, like it has to be properly cast. If there's any like big lumps left, he takes them out and puts them in the rug, on the rug, and then goes back and has the crush, crushed ice. Yeah, I, I, I can get that. I, I would probably do that. Yes, you probably would. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you, you want it regularly sized. Yeah, no, definitely. Crushed ice, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What Apart else? from yeah. dealing with the heat yes. in various fancy French ways, um, I suspect you went to the same exhibition as me at the Royal Academy yes. this week. Yes, yes, I did, I did. Helen... Which, is, yes, let's talk about the pronunciation. Yes, so um, I actually checked someone saying it on YouTube but, oh, that's I, clever. but I can't do it the way the person said it so I'm gonna go with Helen Schaafbeck but she did something with the R that I can't do she did, yes because because I did after thinking I don't know if I can say this out loud and I want to tell everybody about it there is something with the R but mm. will Helen Schaafbeck okay will, yes let's go for that let's go for that and tell me did you like it I liked it a lot. I, yeah, I really, really liked it. I did too. I loved it. I think, so maybe to start with the museum-y thing, I just thought it was so peaceful. It really was. That's true. And I liked 
you know how they they have, I mean they always do that at the RIA and probably every everywhere where they display paintings but the the colors of the walls worked really well and and they gave each work a lot of space I really like that and I I did and not to diminish the work that goes into an exhibition like that but I also thought it must be so nice to deal with one type of object and really think about how you place it uh, instead of, yes, you know, all the different sized things that I sometimes need to deal with and, I don't know, complicate things in a nice way. But I... Yes, but, but I can see I can see that could become complicated yeah. and, and, and frustrating at times. It must be, like, wonderful when you sold it, but mm, yeah. frustrating getting there sometimes. Yeah. No, so, it was... It, it was really beautifully done and I agree so much about it not being overhung mm-hmm. because that's something I think has become an issue in recent years mm. is there just being so much to see that you can't really take it in whereas you did I mean her work is very much open to contemplation but yes. you really felt welcomed into that mm. Yeah. And as you say, the the wall colours were very nice in relation and the frames were lovely, I thought. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There were several kind of double frames where it was like wood and then hessian and then wood that I thought were beautiful. Um, One had a sort of speckled bit. So there was yes. the, the painting and then there was a, a sort of area of speckled bit and then the actual frame frame. And I thought that yeah. was really nice too. Yeah, no, it was it was very subtle and mm. and it, you know that was what the paintings needed and so yeah. yes, I agree with you that the the where it was displayed and I liked the the kind of partition walls. I don't know if that's what you call them that separated out certain yes, paintings, but they're just true. one mm. on each side mm. or maybe two. But again, so there's really a lot of space for you to look at it and think about it and I think that's so important yeah mm. and she's so interesting yeah I I didn't know anything no, about I her didn't. not not that I know massively more now which I also thought was nice that you weren't sort of overloaded with information you, you know if you want if you want to know more you can find out more it wasn't like there was so I I thought that was really good yeah, it was. It was. It was really focused on her work and mm. the appeal of her work, and it was very much that that drew me in. It was kind of seeing the big kind of banner with with one of her paintings yes. on it outside, and that was what drew me yes. to go and see this mm. exhibition. And I think, as you say, it's it's like really quite refreshing to see something that you didn't know about. Yeah, and. And just be completely blown away by it. I mean, I have to say, for me, the most amazing section, because it's like three rooms, isn't it? And yes. the middle one where her self-portraits are, I mm. was, I just, it was incredible, I thought. Yeah, I thought they were, they were incredible. What was it that you made you think that? Um, well, I loved, I mean, in the exhibition as a whole, but particularly in that room, I mean, I loved it that it was just self-portraits. And they were very much studies of her face. Mm. Like you'd get like the tiniest bit of clothing, but it was about her face. Yeah. So often self-portraits, and I'm not criticising this, but they show the artist being an artist, where this was much more sort of emotional and psychological. So I liked that. And I loved how she went through different mediums and different styles. Because that was another amazing thing that 
because she, she born like early 1860s and she dies like about 1945 46 yeah that's it mm. so that was incredible that there's but, but also it, it's quite emotional looking at them because there's like it starts at the pencil drawing of her very kind of fresh and full-faced and young and then you see it at different stages you know with different kinds of styles of hair and things and then it's alm
amazing i think and i i i like the way i felt because that one actually one of the reasons i wanted to go and see it having seen that poster was that it reminded me of tina banning's work and she's a i don't know german her. she's amazing i love her work so much it's she's from germany and she does she's like fashion illustrator but also like a book illustrator and artist and she does oh just the most beautiful illustrations often in ink that's kind of really rich and deep black ink but then it becomes shadow and there'll just be a little bit of pink on the face or something really amazing and it reminded me a bit of that and as I was walking around the the kind of I can sort of see the reference to fashion illustration and the way that fashion illustration I think at its best kind of leaves something for the imagination of the reader of a magazine Mm. you know that there's like something you have to fill in and I felt like a lot of both her self-portraits and the other portraits there's something um, that there's something very ambiguous about her work in a way that is allowing you in mm. you know it's both withholding information because because actually is that the case as well I'm just looking at my pictures from the that she tends not to have the sitter look at the look at the artist like the, in most of the portraits the eyes are cast down or, or looking to the side or not yeah. looking at the viewer I guess but not all with of the, them I'm just looking at one where with, oh no, there's, with there's the, that amazing one with the silver there's one yeah with the sort of oh, turquoise, turquoise oh, um, yes. dress where she, the person does look look at the yes, sitter but what I find interesting with that and, and with others is it. I think it said somewhere that she was interested in was it African art and and mm. Asian art and mm. and that some of her faces are a bit like maybe not like masks but quite schematic in a way but but yes. but you still feel you would recognize the person if they stood in front of you you would know definitely it is that person which I also thought yeah that's true that's really true now that one that one that you're talking about that's from 1927 I mm. just got it up on my screen and yes you're absolutely right and it's very clever I think how she synthesizes the references because she sort of that's again because she lived for such a long time and was so prolific because didn't she start at at an art art society in Finland in like when she was 11 yes Mm. and and so she starts off and it's much you know there's like phases where it's kind of French realist school and poses where you can see impressionism but then she definitely becomes much more modernist Mm. and this one is so beautiful the way that this dress is implied and the pattern of the dress is implied as you say this is turquoise and sort of silvery blues and greys but really you're imagining it she's not actually giving you very much to work from but I think if you remember it in your head later, you think you saw more than you did. True, yeah. Mm. And then the way you've got some kind of foliage behind her, but yes. again, you're not really being told that. You're just you're just connecting it to other images and other things. Mm. Um, the, the other one that I really loved was the... Um, well, I loved so many of them. Where is it? Was it... Was it I can't remember the exact title. It was a circus. Oh, yeah. There, oh, my God. The circus were, girl from 1916. Yeah, that was incredible. Yeah. There there was the, the skier as well, where she yes. had this sort of... And, and I looked when I looked up a few things online, there was another one, or maybe two more even, that had this almost like clown's makeup, the sort of white yeah. and the red. And I wondered... I mean, with the circus girl, obviously, it makes sense. 
Um, yes. But again, like you say, the, the economy of yeah, you can you can imagine the the outfit that she would have had. That must it looks like a some sort of almost like a bathing suit type thing in mm. pink with some gold straps or something gold going on. But again, there's there's not much that gives you that, but there's enough. No. Enough there. And, and it it's a real I think understanding of dress that she can give you so little but tell you so much. Yeah. Mm. it's someone who really understands how dress and the body work together but also particularly in the circus girl and the other one the the way makeup and the face like you really understand how really good makeup artists are artists Mm. when looking at her work because she's she's suggesting the way a face might be highlighted or with you know like that one has just got a stripe of of like lighter to- tone on the forehead, which if you say it without seeing it, sounds like it would just look strange. But you understand it's like the glow of the lights on yes. her face and it's in her hair as well. And I love the way she's got little pink ears. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that match with her dress and the way her, her red lips are so big. And it's it's like the things that you see under bright lights in a circus and the way that circus makeup and outfits are so artificial and extravagant to work under that like she's kind of telling you that but also you know it's so sparse what you actually see Mm. and the little the tiny little white blob on her lips which is again a bit more reflection yes Mm. yeah and I think that um that one and there's one is it called fragment that is just so beautiful because it really looks like a kind of renaissance painting but it also looks like a kind of pre-raphaelite painting um is it called fragment i yes, don't 1904. know and it's it's a red-haired girl and and you can see how she oh yeah no, I remember. you're so aware mm. of the canvas in her work but in a really beautiful way the the, the way that she's putting on paint with a brush or and then scraping it with a knife potentially or a brush and reapplying it that you have this sense of her working of her craft and her process and the way that some patches are left deliberately blank and some are quite thick and and the kind of depth of the paint is really visible in them which again is really subtly done but you're drawn in and it gives a sense also and and it particularly in the um, self-portraiture room, you're really aware of it, of how she's suggesting time and ageing. Yeah, the, I, lo- I really the... like the ones of her mother as well. Yes. Um, and, and there were quite a lot with people in black. Yeah. So I think but, two of yes. her mother and then the sempstress. And, oh, that one is and, beautiful. And a schoolgirl, I think, as well. And that, yes. there was one of her mother... I think there was one of her sewing, but there was one just sort of sitting from the side. And I love, I loved how a little bit of the mother's shawl was hanging over over the yes. white seat, and it looked like it was knitted or crocheted or some sort of yes. some sort of shawl that has big um, holes, but deliberate holes, like, yes, a, like pat- a hole pattern. Yeah, a pattern yeah. in it, and I, and it's a slightly different black from the black of the the dress, yes. and it it's just so. I don't know, it's just, you really get, it's so sparse, like we said before, but you you get the full picture nevertheless. Oh, yes, absolutely. No, I think Ray Kawakuba would be very proud of her use of black. Yes. And the way, and I also loved in one of the paintings of her mother, 
that you can see that she's wearing a corset that kind of because she's sitting down the corset obviously doesn't bend to sit down so it's kind yes, of come up that's true. higher that. on her body mm. and it's just those tiny details which they're not detailed at all in the usual sense of meaning that but i suppose they're very very closely observed is a better way of thinking yeah of it. um and the ones where it's just like a silhouette mm. but again you get the entire feel of that period's fashion and just oh yes i've i really loved it so much there were what i also liked there were a few of her nephew and one oh, those were lovely yes, yeah and one the title said the the name of the nephew which and then it said in brackets the motorist and he yes. looks very suave again he has these sort of red red little um cheeks and I, I thought, oh, I, I wonder who he was. I must, oh, I must look him up. I wonder, you know, what races he was in, blah, blah, blah. And then it says that it, it was her nephew and he, he didn't even have a car. Yes. <laughs> but she sort yeah. of liked to, to come up with these stories for people. And I thought that was, that was so nice. Um, I know, I loved that. And that, in a way, reminded me of fashion imagery. Because, again, there's so much about imagination and and encouraging the person looking to imagine yes and I, and I really liked the way yeah there was something very gentle and open about them even if the if the sitter was looking down and not engaging with you at all there was a sense that you you could kind of almost project onto it that you were invited to also make up narratives and think True. about it mm, mm. and the beautiful sailor oh yes that was very Yeah, I fun. would have liked to have known more about him. Well, I read in something online that he was someone who, like, they don't think they were actually literally involved, but there was some kind of something. Yeah. It, and it's very sensual. He's very sexy. And, yes. And quite Jean-Paul Gaultier mm. kind of sailor. But, yeah. but somehow not at the same time. Yeah. He's not kind of kitsch, not that... Jean-Paul Gaultier's kitchen, I love Jean-Paul Gaultier, but do you know what I mean? He, yes. He's very subtle still, but there's a real kind of sexual attraction. Attraction, yeah, exactly. Mm, he's very seductive. Mm. The other oh things I liked was that they didn't put a photo of her in the exhibition. Yes, it's true, because when I came out, I thought I have to see a picture of her. Yeah, so I... But I, it was good that it made me go and do that. It didn't just give it to me. I know, I I did that too, and her the pictures of her are so com compelling as well. Because they she, are. She looks sort of straight at you and very confident and... But yeah. I, yeah, I really like that they didn't do that and that, that you didn't have the comparison. You just took her version of herself. Yes. That's true. It is like you've got, you entirely entered her version of the world and you saw how that changed with her age and her, and, and, and the way that she travelled a lot was also, because I think she's also really inspiring, like, that you know, she, her, her, she had an accident and broke her hip when she was four, so she always had sort of mobility problems. She wasn't from a rich background, but she got all these different funding things like bursaries and things didn't she yeah so she didn't travel later in life but she went to st ives to paris to Brittany, um Italy, and she went to florence yeah. yeah and so there's a real sense of her as very self-possessed and i think you see that as you say when you look at the photographs of her 
that she has a sense of herself and who she is in the world in relation to these things that she's looking at and that she's hungry to kind of learn different ways to convert her her vision into these into these paintings and how it's just such an amazing period in terms of art artistic styles and how she's looking at that and she's looking at old masters and she's looking at fashion magazines but it's always hers mm. what she produces even when it you know it's very much like a monk or something yes but it's still completely her mm. oh my goodness we're just two big fans of yes now. and i didn't i didn't expect that yeah exactly I, I want to go to Finland anyway, but um, even now more now. Even more now, yeah. Well, that's yeah. something we can... Okay, we need to arrange a pilgrimage. Yes. We need to be very, you know... Well, we both love doing our research before we go anywhere. Yeah. So we need to find out. And I, I've got a friend who's half Finnish who can tell us as well. Yeah, and we had we a very nice... Finnish person embedded at our museum for a few months. Embedded? So, yes. So she was observing what we were doing and ah. so she could help us too, I'm she sure. She can help us in our in our Helen chef back. and we can perhaps learn to say it better. Properly, yeah, and some other yes. words. Okay. And some other words. Oh, we've got an entire journey now yes. to, to embark upon. Fantastic. How lovely. Yes. Well, Marvellous. Yes. I'm inspired. Me too. Gorgeous. All right, well, I'll see you soon. Yeah, then. see you soon. Bye. Bye.